grab your bowls and spoons, kiddos. It is now time for the Peter Butter and Syrup Podcast with your host, Corey and Dahoo! So we Rochambeau it. Ready? <laughs> oh, there it is. He wins again. <laughs> were, were they getting too good at this? Or <laughs> I think he's letting you win, even though that's not how that works. Him? Yeah, I mean, I don't know subconsciously. If, I don't know if there's a way you can actually let somebody win that, unless you. The odds of losing on, t- on purpose are just as bad as the odds of winning on purpose. I'm pretty well convinced of that. I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome to the Peanut Butter and Syrup Podcast. My name is Corey, and my lovely cousin, Daruk, and the man with the plan on the uh, on the ones and twos, Mr. Brian. We are the podcast who, oh, what do we like to do? I guess we like to play with small dogs out in the big fields on Sundays, only because that's God's day. <laughs> Which one? Which God? Yeah. Whichever one that you think exists. <laughs> I mean, Lemmy died. So, so, so does that make Jimmy a god now or demigod? My god thinks we should eat Chick fil A on Sundays, but <laughs> still ain't got that one yet. You need to get your god to talk to their god so yeah. we can work out just like a lunch opening. Yeah, exactly. Just a soft just, opening yeah. here and there on a Sunday. Just middle of the day. But does God it. like dogs since they're kind of spelled the same? They're just backwards? I don't know. See, I mean that's the whole. I'm, I'm You're playing a little cerebral I'm, with I'm Playing with the cerebral English for everybody. <laughs> Not dog, like D A W G. Wow, like, those like the whole minute and a half in, and I'm already bored. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not my fucking fault. It kind of is, actually. Yeah, Corey, your job is to entertain him. Pretty sure it's your fault because you're the one fucking talking. Uh, uh. Fuck y'all. <laughs> so uh, we're just wrapping up our. Oh, what's this, 2018? Last time I checked. (laughs) Getting ready to go into 2019? Well, I was going to say, by the time this airs, it will be 2019. Yeah. Another year older and deeper in debt? Actually, no, that's incorrect. Another year older and not in debt. That's a... We should well, I don't know. You were talking earlier about going back in debt, so who knows, man? Yeah. And I'm thinking about going in debt because I'm looking at some rental properties and I'm thinking about... Yeah, just but at least we have it. Just go out in a blaze of glory. Well, we should uh, to take over Brian's job. We should we should talk about 2018. All right, let's talk how, about it. How we started it and how we ended it and now we wound up here talking to you guys. What we went through and what we did, what we, we didn't do. We weren't doing this a year ago. <laughs> no. What are we? On? I mean, I was actually making, uh, it wasn't even. We didn't start talking about this till I want to say it was like July. April. Something. No, no, no. We talked about the concept in like April or May, but we decided we weren't going to get started till after I got back off vacation. Yeah. yeah. Well, we got really serious around because everything for me revolves around school semesters. Was the beginning of the semester we we sat down and got very serious, and a month later we started recording. I mean, four months in, and we still don't know the fuck we're doing. <laughs> we could run the government because. This is yeah, we're qualified. And I've, I've, this is our resume, but we're right just here. dumb enough to record what we talk about. Yeah, and we know? we can buy unlimited red tape at Home Depot. 
and I've yet. Oh, I'm in you, there pretty much every day, and I've yet to see red tape. Oh, really? Hmm. Oh, I, see a, I, know, I see a bunch of dumbasses in orange smocks. Well, I know we can. I know we can get it B and H because they have a. Red gaffer tape. Oh, so. that's the expensive tape. <laughs> well, it's government, so it's got to be expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah, because it's not about the least common. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're paying $14,000 a roll for red tape. Hell, yeah. So uh, where do we start? God, what was January of this year? Where was I? I don't remember where I Still working the same job I'm working now. I was going to say, I think you were at a different company. You were doing though. exactly the same shit you're no, doing I mean, like, today like, other than a podcast. I mean, that's I'm about- doing like mentally and... You say, you say my whole life is either going to work or doing a podcast? Because you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all I do. I mean, I was filming my clip art you know, videos and my clips for sale. Your clips for sale? Yeah. I, I, clips for sale. I, I sit oh, on, that's what you said it with a P. I, I thought sit, I heard I, a T. <laughs> I sit on I sit like, on balloons and sell them on clips. For <laughs> oh, you do balloon animals and then sell them to uh, latex. So, Did sitting in cakes finally just... Everybody was done with that. I, well, yeah, cake sitting well, did okay. Cake farting, it was fine until that the, one skyrocketed. It was fine until the whole gluten-free <laughs> movement came along, and it kind of ruined the whole cake thing. And the key, you know, it's hard to make coconut you flour cake. You can't cake you're watching on video. So gluten, no gluten, it's not a yeah, problem. It doesn't matter. But it makes yeah. my, it makes I mean, my, just tell them it's gluten-free. They don't fucking know. They're not going to. Well, you my, can't lick. I mean, even if they lick the screen, all they're going to taste is dust. Oh, scratch and sniff monitors were... Oh, that is not. <laughs> I don't want that. Watching, watching porn like ooh. At this age, ooh. yeah. At this age, I can I can watch a porn scene and ha- and pretty well know exactly like what it smells like. Who just who just opened a can of tuna? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't. No, I don't. I don't think so, man. No, thank you. <laughs> and our viewership has dropped. <laughs> or it went up because people. Well, are, technically, yeah. it's a listenership, so. <laughs> So yes, our I don't know that our viewership could drop because <laughs> viewership is already it's, it's already been, an all time low. It's been pretty much zero from the get go. Dude, we we are hit at this all school for the blind. <laughs> yeah, Helen Keller's our number one fan. Dude, like they do at the she show sees the other all, night. Here's all. <laughs> so those there was a blind dude at the uh, show that we went on this Mongolian metal band, and yeah. this dude did you show him a magic trick? He, dude, he was he was way into it. I mean, he oh, was having fuck. a blast. He was but his air guitar. Was it's him. funny because it's like look over and he so he taking his his cane and used it as an air guitar. And he just just going to town. It's like, dude, you that dude is living the life all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there was a, somebody posted a video of a guy in a in the stadium at some concert, just fucking heavy heavy set middle aged dude just dancing his ass off. And I was like. That motherfucker is living life. What was the one that was a big heavy set dude like that? And they're they all shaming him. And all of a sudden, like all these Hollywood actresses are like, we'll put a party for him together. And they actually, Moby played the party and Neptune's, you know, put it together. And I was like, all these Hollywood people. Well, somebody shame me. So some people, I mean, I don't know. I'm not that I give a fuck about any of that group. <laughs> if they threw me a party, it probably wouldn't show up anyway. So no, I don't know why I'm saying any of this. Never right. mind. Just scratch that so, last 10 seconds. So I'm not one for New Year's resolutions, but this definitely year was one of those New Year, New Me moments. I know for me, but I don't know about you guys. But you didn't. I don't know if you said. I didn't goal, intentionally. Yeah. No, well, well, that's better than it. Ooh, my I was only, a little close to the my mic. My only now. goal at the beginning of the year. No, it was me. I got too close to the mic. I did have some goals to try some some things. I have got some of them. You know, ones that keep working on my weight loss. You know, I'm still working on it. But I, was, from then, I'm down about 
you know, 35 pounds from when I started the first year. That's good. But, but total, I, I mean, in total. Over 100, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But I, I wanted to start a keto. I started in January, and as much as I struggle with it, I'm still... You struggle with walking, man. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, well, a lot of it's struggling <laughs> because I do so much. It's hard to, you know, I don't have as much time to devote oh, to it. Oh, you struggle just showing up. Yes, you know, and a lot of people have time to do it. I don't always have as much time to devote to it. But my goal is like, this is not a, hey, I did 10 weeks and I'm done. It's like it's a lifelong thing. So if like. A keto is a lifestyle. So it's like the whole mile thing is like, just don't stop. Yes, I may not progress as fast as other people, but as long as I keep doing it, because since I've been there, I've watched people come from like two classes and leave already. And I'm like. That's just like everything in yeah. life. And that's why I like comedy is the same yeah. way. I mean, everything. Ooh, I want to go try this. Well, Ooh, I want to go try something new. Well, it's like I, well, once the new wears off. Well, same thing. I took I took a taiko class, a drumming class. It was only like a ten week class. I could continue with them, but I didn't. I knew I had, didn't really have time to devote to it. But you know, I did the class. I learned a lot. Improv the same way. It was a ten week class. I didn't go to the next level because I, I didn't get as much out of it as I wanted. I think we've talked about this, but comedy is like it's more of a group effort than solo. And I don't know if I enjoy the group effort. I'm, so, I'm too selfish. I think I kind of feel the same way a little bit when I was doing it because I'm like, I had a hard time working with the group. But that's, and that's something I figured out this year about comedy is, it, and I knew I was an, a, a bit of an attention whore, but I I realized that I am, like most other comics, I want to be the one on stage with a microphone and having every fucking body look at me. That, and it's just a, it's just a thing, and it's I I think I could do, and I joke around with some of my friends about us doing a two man show. I think I could do that, but I wouldn't want to just I wouldn't want that to be my lifestyle. And I, and I think a lot of it is it's comes from uh, my construction business where I rely on a lot of people to get things done. The cool thing that about comedy is I'm relying on no one. Right, it's just me. I'm the one on stage. I'm the one that make has to make it happen. If it's good or bad, it's my fault. Well, the improv is weird because it feels like you're having a conversation with somebody in a weird way, but you had you almost had these other rules you had to kind of follow because it wasn't always about being funny and just moving in the moment. But it's like ah, I didn't ever feel like I could get my head into it. And they even said that it's like if you're a comedian, you won't get improv but if you're like an engineer you'll get this because you know kind of that's that was their way of like saying like because of that if you're yeah. an individualist about the comedian is mostly about them they'll have a hard time in the group dynamic i had fun i learned a lot i learned about myself but it was like very you know it was just different that's the kind of things i wanted to try this year like other things i want to start working on my sailing certification which i'm you know about to take my second class which i'll have it taken by the time this sailing is certification yeah, just sail away. Just you know, just so I actually have to know there was a certification. Yeah. That's yeah. All. I mean, like you could, like if I, like if I wanted to go rent a boat, like we were going down somewhere, I could you know be able to go rent. You can actually get up to your captain's license if you wanted to captain for somebody. That's I ain't thing. addressing you as captain though. No, but I mean, like you know, I mean, like I don't have no. to. I know to sail, but I don't need it. But it's just, it's also just an accomplishment, which is kind of weird because at keto, I'm not worried about my belts as much. But here I kind of want the certification. Um, but uh, that I wanted to finish getting my scuba reader certification this year, but I think that'll happen next year. There's a few things on my list I want to try to get done, and it just you can't get them all done. I know. I want to get back into Aikido, but with comedy, 
I mean, I'm trying yeah. to go as much as I can, and then work has been very busy the last few weeks. But Aikido has been on my mind a lot lately, and I, I, well, probably because I, I bring. I want to do roles. Yeah. Well, no, I just think about being in class and doing roles. I love doing roles. There's just something fun about doing roles. I mean, I kind of get tired of it a little bit because it is. It is difficult. It's yeah, it's uh, but it's fun now. But it's fucking it's so childish. It's it is. There's something very childish about it. they're extremely useful as far as learning how to roll po- properly. And it's actually helped me. I fell out of a trailer like a year and a half ago and even Beth said she goes, I can't believe that you're perfectly fine. She's well, like, But you could tell. She's like, I could see when you you fell out of the trailer that it was Aikido technique that helped you. I ended up with a couple of nail holes in my back where I rolled over a board with nails sticking up. Back. But <clears throat> I, oh, the same thing like we started like that was another thing this year because I lost weight. I was like, I bought me a board. I've talked about it before. Skate, I can skate in a little bit. I fell and my rolls paid off. I was like, I fell and kind of didn't hurt myself as bad as I would normally, but. Because you went with it instead of trying to catch yourself, which is yeah. all about what roles are for. What's been interesting about learning this, and it's been, I don't know if it's like, it's something I learned this year, and then me and Brian were talking about in the car on the way here, with Aikido, more than anything, because our sensei is a no-bullshit kind of guy. I feel like anything I tell him for the reason that I haven't been to class, it sounds like an excuse. And like, and like, doesn't matter what I say, even if everything It kind of is. And, 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 yeah. I, and I, when people say, where you been? And I, my answer now is just life has gotten in the way you know that's it is and i've come to realize is that there is no excuses everything is about priority you know what did i prioritize this week well this week i've had to prioritize trying to get some music out to this other thing we have a christmas stuff going on we had work stuff blah blah blah, and it's like so it's all distractions it is but it's like but they're necessary distractions and sometimes because of the mood in the direction he's trying to work right now those take priority over Aikido. It, it's not as same, high, it's not as high on I'm my it's not as high on my list. I'm trying to. It is something that you you have a desire to do. Your heart's in it, but you have a finite amount of time. Yeah, and it is sacrificial at the yeah. moment. And it's, same isn't the same. That's yeah. exactly how I feel. Like if I had the money and I didn't have to work, I'd go do morning. Oh, yeah. I'd go do morning Aikido classes, and I would be doing comedy and shit like that at night. And then I'd goof off. I'd have time for that. I'd probably even get back into playing guitar or something like that because I would yeah. have free time. Yeah. I, God, free time. That would be amazing. Well, that's that's the thing is like, you know, we've talked about it and that's I think both our goals is eventually well, you, you do work for yourself, but you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to I'm still a whore. Survive income. Anyone that's self employed yes. is a fucking whore. That's just all there you is. You still to work it. for a company. It's yeah. just your company. Yeah. yeah. I'm still I'm just the asshole that when I wake up in the morning that I would have to call in and lie to to take the day off. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm already busting myself out right then. So right. I don't even have to make the phone call. Yeah. But yeah, it's been interesting. Like that's been a realization, especially at 45 and life child changes, like about the whole no bullshit mentality. And I could kind of treat it with everything. It's like, this is what my priority. And some days my priority is like, I need to just sit on the couch and rest. 
you know, like you just got to get your head cleared. And, Some, and, that's, and that becomes your priority, and you have to accept the fact. The only reason you're making excuses is so you feel good about what I've I did. I've had a hard time doing that lately. I've been There's been days where, like, Saturdays or Sundays, I want to sit on the couch and just watch movies and chill out, especially since it's been cooler lately. But with the, with the backyard barbecue comedy stuff that we're going to start up uh, in January, um, race cars, which – two of the three are fucking running right now <laughs> you know uh the third one would be running we just we had to have a couple of parts remachined so it's so we've got a lot going on and i feel feel more driven like as this year has progressed i feel increasingly driven uh more so than i have been in a very long time and even with work like work i kind of got in this spot with work where i was just going through the motions and doing stuff but here recently i've been very like driven with a lot of my mind on work where i'd, I'd kind of gotten away for that for a while you don't seem and, to be working on the cars as much as you were a year ago though well it's because they're running yeah the car <laughs> i mean the chump car is back together i got to do some wiring on it the s2000s back from the tuner yeah. uh the clutch is slipping out i gotta put a clutch in it and then the lift uh, the Shabawan car, um, it's on the lift, and there's sort of parts at the machine shop, and a couple of parts came in today. Jason's out of town. We won't work on it this weekend. Uh, actually, I mean, we cleaned shop last weekend. We've been working on the cars a lot, but we got it to a point where we figured out some stuff. Um, so we haven't had to work on it that much. And I've been doing a lot of, like, um, which Jason gives me a hard time because I've been trying to hit punchline on Sundays. Is uh, and then like tomorrow, I'm gonna be at Laughing Skull for one of their events. I'm not performing. I'm just gonna be there just because showing your I face. Enjoy, mar- I enjoy it's the, marketing as much as well. And I'm dragging some friends, yeah, to a show. So I've been very, I don't know. Um, I mean, is it like like purpose filled or something? I'm trying to figure out how to exactly articulate it. No, You're focused I, on. Well, I keep feeling like out a direction. But I'm I feel that way with comedy. Uh, like a, a new goal for me uh, is I want to, and I've been saying this for a while. But uh, and in fact, we talked to a lady this week about some. I'm pick I want to pick up some rental properties. I want to diversify our portfolio, if you will, as far as income goes. Because I want to be able to, I'd love to, in 10 years, have or less be in a position to not have to work. Um, especially in SeaWorld, like I submitted for uh, the DC Comedy Fest this week. And it was my last video, which I don't know. That's the one I loaded it to our drive. I can't remember if I shared it with you guys or not. I'm not I don't think so. But... Uh, but it was, I mean, it was, it is by far the best set I have done. And it's my, it's a lot of my regular material, but I've really settled into it and feel good with it and kind of got some confidence in it. So I want to start submitting for comedy festivals. And I know it's going to, I may not get picked, but there are people who book shows across the country who review these videos. Somebody's going to like it. It eventually may not be this time. May not be next time, but at some time I'm gonna have a set put together, and people are gonna be like, "All right, cool, we we dig that." Well, at least so, if you don't get picked, they'll remember you, right? And that's why it was funny. I got on Comedy Clubhouse last night, and Andrew asked me, he "Goes is it Darut or Darut?" And I was like, "Yes, Darut." 
And it's like, there's two U's, man. It's pretty self-explanatory. I don't know how you get rut from R-U-U-T. It's pretty fucking self-explanatory. We should put the uh, the phonetic spelling in. It's, it's not, just the same it, thing again he's not Nor- He's not Norwegian. <laughs> he's not a black metal band. It could be. Well, I... I, I but so I Did, mean, I, mean I, like, I know you've been getting into comedy, like me. Like, like I started, I went into this year kind of knowing the things I wanted to do, and I'm accomplishing a lot of them. Even though I wouldn't call them resolutions, here's some goals I want to try to hit. It's just goals. Did you start the year wanting to get back into comedy? My goal, my In goals January, for you, two. So, you and I were talking about doing a movie last year. Yeah, because I don't remember you talking about getting back into I comedy. I can't remember if it was late last year or early this year we went and scouted locations. Yeah. I mean, it's good, been a good year. Either way. So I told Beth, we were sitting around, and I said, look, you know, I don't do New Year's resolutions. I, I need to get back into working out. I need to get back in better shape. I'm in pretty decent shape because my job's fairly physical. Um, But my goals for this year were to work less, do comedy, work on the movie stuff, and have fun. That was it. And I feel like I have capitalized on that for the most part. I don't know that I worked less. I may have worked some less, but probably not as much less as I wanted to. Um, I did do some writing on the movie stuff. Um, in fact, we came up with a new concept that we've kicked around, um, which is I feel like is a solid... So, by the way... Did y'all have y'all seen the Escape Room movie? Stuff? I saw the previous one. Yeah, yeah, not yet. Is it out yet? No, I don't know if it's out yet. But they were there shooting promo stuff at yeah. uh, Laughing Skull the other night. Oh, nice! And they gave us free T-shirts if they could take a picture with us holding the poster and stuff. Oh, hell yeah! Yeah, I'm so a I was whore. like, I was like, hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> free stuff, take uh, a picture. Yeah, like I, I'll do you for the right price, and so. Anyway, I just thought it was kind of a cool concept, the escape room movie yeah. thing. I was like, man, how is it taking this long for the escape room movie? Well, because those things got popular, what, like two years ago? It's like, oh, man, what are you doing this week? Oh, I'm going to an escape room. It's like, what just, the fuck is that? I just went to my first one the other day. It was, it was pretty interesting. We did one. We did one a couple of years ago. It was pretty fun. Um, but we've got a new kind of a premise for That was my shoe on the carpet. Oh. Um, <laughs> We've got a new premise for the movie that we've all discussed that we feel like is solid. And I've done it, it's actually a joke that I've been working on, but it, then I realized I was like, wait a minute, this is a, this is a solid premise for a fucking movie. Um, so we've got that, and I haven't worked on it a ton, but well, that's one of those projects that are just kind of like lingering, just kind of hanging out. But there. it's also one of those like big idea projects. It's like it's. No, but it's gonna yeah. happen. Yeah, it's just it's a, going it's to just one of those things. Happen. It's like, it, I, I mean, I don't yeah. want it to be my wait, make a wish moment. If I find out I have fucking cancer <laughs> or some shit, you make it your make a wish, <laughs> and they'll give you like two hundred million dollars, and we'll you're, produce. That you're shit. giving me cancer just talking about it. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, but but yeah, I mean, getting back into stand up. Yeah. I was talking about it at the end of last year, and my buddy James uh, that I was racing with, he was doing it some. And he was he kept pushing me. He's like, "Dude, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go." And he has ALS, and unfortunately now he is not going. He's not. Um, I need to talk to him and see if I can drag him out. But there's part of me that feels bad because I didn't go more with him when he could go. And then 
But he didn't go to. He had, he's a lawyer. Well, I mean, he's got a lot. Everybody has life getting in the way. But what I have found is as the months go by and the more I do comedy, the more I want to do comedy and the more I push myself and I go out and go to new new venues and I test my material and I do stuff. And, I mean, I went to Punchline for the first time this last weekend and got picked from the bucket list and got on stage. I didn't win. Uh, the lady who won was very funny, and she deserved to win. She bit out a couple of friends uh, that I have that were there that do solid sets. Um, uh, Will Foskey was uh, the resident comic at Laughing Skull November. He's a funny guy, and she beat us all, and she and absolutely deserved it. But so I am increasingly taking comedy more serious. It's, it's interesting talking about this because it makes me think about the things that I do and getting back into, like me getting back this year, I got back into trying to get back into music licensing. Uh, I've been doing my vlogs, my video vlogs, but in the process of that, decided to talk about the video stuff because it is a smaller scale getting back and trying to teach me something video. Because talking about the movie is a grandiose, it's going to take a lot, a big team to do it. But in the process, like you're talking about doing the the comedy, what we do, me and Brian do, the teach me something. It's easy. Me and him can do it. We can go do this video project. I don't, we don't have to rely on tons of people to do it. But in the process this past year, we've worked on a few sets, met people. Yeah. So it's helped to build that network to like eventually, if we can get to a movie. Well, and learn. You 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 learn all this stuff, and then you get you get you build a network to people who can do it. But it's like goals that I didn't think. It's like, oh, okay, I'm working. I mean, they might get back into the video project, but it's like. It took a process of like, oh, I'm start doing m music again, and then like I was scared to get back into music, and now once I start doing it, now I'm kind of addicted to it. It's not like you're same thing. It's like you started in the comedy, and now you're just almost I won't say addicted to it, but you are. But it becomes like I got to do this, and now you're comfortable with it, and you keep doing it more and more. But I mean, it's like this week I was submitting music for like a Stranger Things type, you know, TV show, and it's like. Just go in there and knock it out. It's due Friday. Cool. This is what I'm doing. And just, and it, a couple of months ago, I was like, oh man, I'm scared to even start writing music again. And now it's like, oh, let's just, let's just write it. Let's just get it done. Each week's a new project. And like, I think with me losing weight and, and the, doing the podcast, getting comfortable talking, and that was the whole point of I me mean, presenting the podcast is to give us a chance to just get used to talking. You know, and practice. I've been comedy. talking a long time. Well, I'm not you know, sure you, that's yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know, talking in different ways, practice, you know, trying out jokes and you know all that kind of stuff. I've been joking for a long time too. Well, so, we, I mean, one of these days you'll be funny. God damn! <laughs> but I, I, I feel like maybe it's, one day you'll be skinny. I'm, I'm closer <laughs> to getting skinny than you are funny. <laughs> I don't know. Oh God! I, I was going to say. Who who won a competition comedy competition lately, and who's gotten skinny lately? Both of y'all. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a tie. Well, hey, you know what? That that's hold a, on, hold on. Thinner. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a Stephen King movie all of a sudden. Yeah, it's like wait, I mean, <laughs> I'm eating forty thousand calories a day, and I'm still losing weight. Hey. Oh man, I wish I could do that. <laughs> no, shit. I wouldn't want. Man, have you seen that movie? Uh-uh. Thinner? Thinner? Uh-uh. Watch it. Get back to me that with that I wish bullshit. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's it's funny, like, how this is changing mentality. Like, I want to go into the next year. I want to start doing this again. I feel like I want to be back in front of the camera again and do the thing I really appreciate doing. And so, we, you know, investing time and building. Well, and that's why I want to do the comedy 
stuff here at the house. I mean, ultimately, it's just going to be a party. Yeah, it would be fun. But I want it to be organized. I want it to be, you know. Can we really bring tomatoes and throw them at people if they suck? So this is the rule. <laughs> How's this? Come on. Well, actually, we should go. Very we should go. We should go, to, we should go to. No, no. I was just, I was just like, how to, how to make this fair. You get tomatoes. <laughs> I'll be carrying a pistol. You throw tomatoes at me. I shoot you in the face. This is a, <laughs> seems, we, seems fair. Uh, if you, it's close Yeah, but fair. if you'll just be funny, you won't get a tomato. It's your other friends you got to worry about. That's not necessarily <laughs> true. Because you put a tomato in somebody's hands. They're, hey, like, at the worst, they're like, well, I was hoping he was going to bomb to give me an excuse. To throw it. But I'm just going to do it because yeah. I'm a dick. Worst come, yeah, exactly. worst come to worst, we'll just toss them in the air and shoot them out of the air. Yeah, because I want to carpet my garage and make it look nice for you to throw tomatoes like a fucking monkey throwing shit. Like a dun- exactly. it's, like, it's like a comedy Duncan booth. Oh, God. We could do that this summer. That would be fun. Actually, yeah. that's not a bad idea. Well, like, really when it's we, idea. If we could rent a dunking booth, and then uh, the t- comic has to do t- stuff, and then when he's not funny, you get to throw balls at the Yeah. Thing. Oh, hell yeah. Yes, yeah, so we're doing that. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's I'm putting brilliant. that on my phone right now. See, this whole point of doing the If only one person listens, at least we come up with ideas. Dude, that dead hooker joke fucking kills, by the way. Yeah. The, oh, I bet it does. <laughs> I, fucking, I bet it fucking slays. <laughs> I, I, I mean, man. it killed, except for that one hooker, that social justice warrior hooker is back there going, oh, I ain't dead yet, I'm motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, no, this summer, that's that's um, that's brilliant. I think people would enjoy that event, especially if there's still barbecue, because... We've got to figure out how to do the microphone so the microphone doesn't get wet. We need to Don't do- even worry about it. I'm not. I do. I. I don't even. I guarantee. I can figure it out without you. Okay. Good. Because then I'll just show up and enjoy the show. But you're still gonna have to. You're still gonna get the help because you said don't worry about it, which was implying I got this motherfucker. <laughs> but you just said you could do it without me, so I'll just sit in the audience. I can, and then you'll be like, uh, he, he fucking, got it. Fuck yeah. Fucking hey. I mean, yeah. Can the microphone. Then? The microphone is technically duct taped to a two by two. But goddamn, it's working. Hell can we, can yeah. we go full redneck and turn this into a wet T-shirt contest too? I don't know. Are you thinking you're going to win? <laughs> he might. <laughs> he might. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a challenge? That, that didn't even. I can't believe out of out of young Santa, I didn't get a damn <laughs> nothing. He's just like he might. Like, I'm not sure if he's voting for me or you in that comment. Like. Like who you? I I think I think Brian's just kind of like watching the disaster waiting to happen. That's why he's like, I'm only doing the podcast to just see this thing go in flames. <laughs> or for the uh, comedy dunk booth T-shirt contest, backyard barbecue comedy dunking booth. Hell yes. yeah, that's that's a U- the BBCDB baby. That's that's got YouTube viral videos. Is that big all black cock? Big black cock dick and balls. Is that what's that? Is that is that what that's come come to the BB come to the BBC barbecue and get wet. <laughs> wet. What weird. <laughs> I, uh, I I'm just uh, I I well, anyway. So Brian, did you have any goals for this year? Since uh we seem like we're full up on he, he was, last I'd heard he was trying to cut down masturbating for like to minor chafing. No, he was he was minor chafing. <laughs> he would no. He said he was cutting down trees to masturbate with. 
<laughs> More paper. It, it, did, yes. it didn't feel as good. Between him and China, there's never going to be a rainforest ever again. No. You talking about, the, talking about the rest were China or? Uh, yes. I'd, I'd ride it. <laughs> Is she still alive? Oh, I don't know. I thought she died. I thought she. Uh, I'm not sure. Right. I haven't watched wrestling in years. While while Brian brings us up to speed on his failure, I mean his accomplishments oh, yeah. for this. I year. mean we we keep ourselves pretty busy. I mean you know that, but yeah. Do you have any goals for this year? I don't. I wouldn't say I call it a goal. I had or one. Just, or just tag along on mine and see what yeah. happens. Well, I did a lot of tag alongs. I think I only had one. <laughs> Brian's like, if his fail, then at least it's on him. Yeah. It ain't me. Yeah, exactly. And I don't have anybody. I. I won't be to blame for anything. No, the only thing I, I wanted to do this year was go to more concerts. So I don't know if that was a goal or just something that I just wanted to do for personal happiness. I definitely was, by the, by the I was way, punching. she is dead. Oh, oh she, she is? is dead? When did she pass? Two years ago. Oh. oh Two man. and a half years ago. Damn. There's your dead hooker joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, it did kill. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good joke. It's, it's, I mean, it's solid for real. Uh, it always gets. Do a, I get writer's credit at least? Uh, which I told it to my buddy Damien last night, and he goes, "That's a dad joke," and I was like, "That's the whole point. It's a, it's supposed to be stupid." Yeah. So I came up with another one to go with it. So the dead hooker joke is, what's the difference between a dead hooker and a sock? Oh, that dead hooker. I thought you yeah, made the yeah, one yeah. about calling at three o'clock in the morning. No, dead it is and <laughs> dead hooker and a sock. And, yeah. The dead hooker was stiff before you came in her. <laughs> and then what's uh what can a iceberg do that a dick can't do? Sink a Titanic. <laughs> You're on the right track. Sink, sink the Titanic. Tear the bottom out with just the tip. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damien, Damien's like, those are dad jokes. I'm like, that's the point. That and <laughs> like dad you jokes like, are hot like, right now. Like my dad bod, dad jokes. Who, Fuck it, roll with it. Who cares if they laugh? Right, <laughs> but it gets a oh reaction when that's I a good it. reaction. Yeah, well, it means they were listening. <laughs> yeah, well, unless they were on the Titanic and then well, and then it's brr, 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 then you brr, you offended somebody. Then it's like I identify as a woman. Don't drown me. I was Rose at one time. <laughs> hey, there was room on that door. <laughs> they did that on MythBusters, didn't they? Then they uh, the whole internet debunked that myth. <laughs> there was thousands of people got doors and fit mold. They fit four people. You on know, that I, door. I've never seen that movie except for the. Uh, no, me either. Draw, draw. I saw the clip of her topless where they draw the French girls. What's the only part of the movie anybody wants? I, I mean, I knew the ending. I knew there was all, you know. Wait, don't spoil it in case anybody's seen it. <laughs> well, and just Will, think Will just... Smith came through and shot the aliens. <laughs> that's right, motherfuckers. I'm pretty sure that's what he said when he crashed the plane. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so far, I mean, I, I feel good about how the year's ending. I mean, I feel solid about where I wanted my goals for this year. Because when I first got back into comedy, man, I was doing one set a month. Yeah. Or like when did once you a, start at the beginning of the year? April 28th. Okay. So actually so really no, recent. Okay, so April 28th was my first Laughing Skull event. Yeah. I went and did a couple of events with a friend, uh, with James. Uh, we went and did some open mics and stuff like that. And uh, I can't remember when they were. They were March, something like that. And um, and then I was just doing like one or two sets a month, 
And then the turning point really for me was um, it was one event where James didn't feel well and he didn't go to Laughing Skull. And I met my buddy Pierre. Uh, we'd crossed paths a couple times and we ended up just shooting the shit. And Pierre's like, You got to go to Marietta. So I started going to Marietta. And I was hesitant, as with all things, when you're, you know, you're just like, oh, something new, kind of want to do it, but kind of don't want to do it. And then I finally just went and did it. And I go every week, uh, it, unless I'm at Laughing Skull. When, what, you know, in the past two months or so, you've been going almost minimum twice a week, it seems like. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, I've been hitting a lot of stuff. And then, you know, just touching on that real quick, once you just that whole, you just made me think of something, you're going, oh, something new, I don't know if I'm going to try it. Everything I've tried this year new, like going to classes, like I remember sitting at improv class the first night in the car because my coworker was like, how do you talk? How do you do all this stuff, man? I'd be foolish. Like I, I have to sit in my car and psych myself into going because I'm like, okay, I can just. And remember, I can everyone just the, there has the same anxiety. And I'm sitting there going, and I, I hate the term anxiety because everybody's boning out of proportion, but it is. It is a new well, anxiety comes from the word anxious. Yeah. yeah. And you are anxious at the beginning of any new adventure, even if it's a even if it's a similar uh, similar behavior that you've been doing, a new venue changes everything. I mean, the one thing I've realized from all this stuff, every time I try something new, if you would get through the anxiousness, well, even, we, even if it's something that you don't you don't want to continue. We talked about that on one of the billion yeah. episodes that three people have listened to, is that the nervousness before it, and then once you get through it on the backside, you're like, why was I even? Yeah. Really, yeah. Why was I worried about that? What yeah. how what was the self imposed right nervousness? But it's, about it's, zero, about fucking nothing. But sometimes it's hard to shake it when you, every time you're doing something new is like, dude, at punchline yeah. Sunday. I'm sitting there, and there's there's one bucket spot left, and I was just like, "Well, I'm not gonna get picked." I'm I had already switched off from the night. I had gone from uh, anxious, want to be comedian, waiting for a bucket spot, to dude just, just thinking about the ride home. Attendance. Yeah, I was just I was already like, "Well, the ride home will be." It's it's actually driving from Buckhead at night when nobody's around is a cool drive. Yeah. I was already mentally there, and then Blair pulls my name, and I'm and I walked up on stage. I was like, I was not prepared for you to call my name. <laughs> <laughs> and Beth's like, you shouldn't say that. I'm like, it's the fucking punchline. There's did he get a laugh? There's like ten or fifteen <laughs> that's people the in there. Yeah, time no. for the one joke I've seen you do where it's like, man, this would be a lot easier if I smoked a joint beforehand or something like I actually, that. I actually, I actually. Did that joke because so you're and only then somebody passed one over to you're no no you're only supposed to get five minutes I got like seven and a half minutes Ooh. and I was I had so right now because of afternoon delight and laughing skull I've been working on like fine tuning a really good five minute set so when I'm at laughing skull I'm nailing it down I'm on radar they know I can show up consistently and make people laugh because to get on best of Atlanta that's that's got to be a thing. So I got my five minute set. I'm prepped. I'm ready to roll. I get through it and I'm like, I haven't even got the light yet, which the light's a one minute warning. So we'll start doing some other stuff. And then one of the things I was like, man, 
this would be a lot easier if you got stoned. And I looked over at Will Foskey. He was there. I was like, hey, Will, you smoke pot before you do this? And he was like, nope. I was like, man, really? <laughs> Me and you, we're the only ones that do this, not stoned? That's kind of crazy. So That's like that bass player, the uh, the Mongolian band. He was kept sniffing the air. Oh, yeah, because somebody, was, there was, was one person and he was, he was, he was like looking at everybody like had this lot, his fingers pinched together like, Who's got the joy? Who's got the joy? Yeah. It's like, but, dude, play your Mongolian death metal. But about a minute into my set Sunday at Punchline, I realized like my breathing was off and there was a couple of things. And I was like, wait a minute, am I nervous about? Like, I didn't realize that my body, for some reason, subconsciously or something, I was, I was having a nervous reaction to being on stage at Punchline. And I'm like, why, man? I don't usually give a fuck. I like I'll get up in front of a crowd at Target and just start doing shit. I don't give a fuck. So I was trying to figure yeah, it I saw out. You on the wall, and then yeah, they were like, "Bam!" You got your picture up there. The band wall, yeah. yes, sir. Put the small child down. Yeah, sir. That's a that's a summer sausage. That is not a microphone. The there's so, not a sale on Al Five. So. It was weird, and I had this moment as I'm doing my set, and that's the other thing is is I have gotten in this weird place where I'm doing my material so regular that I'm doing it while I'm thinking of other shit like driving. You know, I'm I'm you're, when you're driving, your yeah. brain is anywhere but driving. Yeah. So I'm doing my set, and I'm like, wait a minute, am I nervous? Like, why am I? Why does my breathing feel off? And then I'm like, why are you nervous? And I'm still talking to these people doing my set, but my brain is not in the set at all. And then I realize I'm like, why are you nervous? Chill out, man. And then it was like he's really just sitting there talking to himself the whole time, going, why are you nervous? Why are you nervous? Everybody in the crowd's going, please call the police. He's going. He's having a conniption. Please call. This guy's having a meltdown. I don't. I swear, I heard him say he smelled toast. But but it was it was kind of weird, and then I just kind of it just went away, and I was just rolling with my material, and I was having a good time. But it's it is. I mean, everyone has anxiety. Even me, like a lot of people know me and and know for me for my level of don't give a fuck, and the fact that they're like, "Why you get nervous?" Yes, even I get nervous sometimes. It's rare, but it happens. So it's. But it's cool to conquer that and keep going out and doing sets at different places. Because at some point, my goal is to be in another state somewhere out of Atlanta doing material. And the only way to get comfortable doing that is just keep going different places. Because that's how you get used to it is you're constantly doing new places. So then all of a sudden, a new place is just normal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's, that's one of those things I kind of learned this year We just – Trying more things is like every time I did something. Mushrooms is not a new thing. <laughs> you know, I have yet to do mushrooms. I tried to get a friend of mine to get some when I turned 40, and he would never go get them. Because he was turning 40. How long so- ago was that? That was like a long. couple decades. <laughs> Several decades. <clears throat> At but, least 100. But like you say, like being this year of like of learning things and looking back on it, it's like that's one of the things. The more stuff I try new, you're still conquering that, but it's like, after I went back, it's like it's just one of those things. It's like I'm only ha- you're going to deal with it the rest of your life. You just deal with it and get over it. You know, there's gonna be times you're not going to get over it, but for the most part, you just suck it up, buttercup, and pull your. Well, it's like Madison sent me a thing a little bit a while ago through Facebook and said, "Hey, the link is up for tickets for Afternoon Delight, which is the one that I'm 
showing up to get a feature spot on. You know, and I, I was like, you know, wait, this is making it real. Why are you putting yeah. all this pressure on me? Because there is a little bit of anxiety because I know I need to do well. Like if I show up and I throw down a solid 10 minutes, yeah. then I've even increased my presence on the radar, I hope. I'm assuming that's going to be the outcome is that it's going to, like, people will take notice. Like, hey, you did Afternoon Delight, did 10 minutes, did a solid set. Cool. And and it is kind of weird because you were talking about people who come and go in Aikido. Oh, I'm sure they I'm come a, and go. I'm a very strong personality in, right out of the gate. So I showed up at a couple of open mics to people who didn't know me and just kind of was being me. And I think it was off-putting a little bit. But now that I've been around the scene a little bit more and they know me, they're like, oh, okay, you're cool. That's, uh, we, we get you now. Like, we figured you out. Well, I know. I, I saw you around other people and I, it was like you had a different kind of – way of dealing with them that i'm used to you seeing well you, you got to know okay so comics are like any artist yeah. they're pretty delicate little flowers oh, man i'm like which i musicians. would never guess because all y'all do is rip on people as soon as well, you get on stage oh so i didn't tell y'all about that one did i uh-uh. so there's a guy at marietta his name's jc falk he's a fun guy but uh it turns out he's younger than me i thought that motherfucker was a solid decade older than me black guy heavy set Pretty funny, but all he does is talk shit to the crowd. Yeah. So I got up that night, and I was doing a bit about the the diabetes medicine that gives you gangrene of the junk. And I was like, hey, have you guys heard about this diabetes medicine? That's, uh, there's a class action lawsuit for it. It gives you the diabetes, or it gives you a gangrene of the junk. And, of course, the crowd, they hadn't heard of it. Yeah. And they were like, holy fuck. And I was like, you know what? J.C. should probably hear about this. Of course, he heard his name, and he came out. And I was like, hey, J.C., you take that diabetes medicine that uh, gives you gangrene in the junk. He's like, man, I ain't got fucking diabetes. That's just a fucking joke. And I was like, bitch, you look like a chocolate Wilford Brimley. I wouldn't be fucking <laughs> talking too much shit. So I went in on him a little bit. And then he got mouthy, and I went in on him a little bit more. And what's funny is, is at the end of the show, or not the end of the show, later in the show, we're out in the hallway, and he goes, you're going to learn, man. You're going to learn not to mess with me. I was like, you have more faith in me than anyone has ever had because – I go, I don't give a fuck. And he ain't going to learn. And I'm not going <laughs> to learn. So, well, you know, it's, it's weird to think about that, like being around the musician side. I always feel like, as an artist, most people consider artists open minded. But they are not. No, oh, no. Not. And especially like, close. you know, they're so in, fragile. In my world, and, you know, my photography is very, you know, used to doing a lot of the erotica and stuff like that. And I would show them some of the stuff. And they all got to get all. Like they just went to church or something. I'm like, dude, you're 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 musicians. Why are you acting so? Dude, we just play Black Sabbath. That's, I don't want to see dick that's pics. All, that's also like all that's like all the <laughs> artists, especially your dick pics. That's like that's like all the artists who are anti-capitalist and I'm like, but you're but you're, you're selling your you're art. selling your art. But anyway, that's another story. But I, I do find it interesting. I'm like, it's only hypocrisy if the other guy does it. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's where we put a laugh track right in that little quiet moment. <laughs> Speaking of dad jokes, but I mean, I, I I do understand. I'm sure it's the same there. It's like you guys are musicians. You're supposed to be the, like the wild and crazy. You know, like Def Leppard. They had well, mom and daughters doing stuff under the stage. Just shit like together. the Facebook post that I you put know? on. A lot of comedians can deliver jokes. They can't take jokes. And Joe was Joe Smith was giving me. They a should hard be time. mailmen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The, or, uh, or male persons. Thank you. I don't want how, about to fit male pe- how about male people? How about male female? How about male shut the fuck up? There's more than two. 
So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. More than two male persons? Yes. And, and then we Joe, have, a, we have Joe, a different one every day at my place. Joe Smith was giving me a hard time. He's like, why would you put that on Facebook? I was like, why would I not put that on Facebook? Yeah. He's like, what good's it going to do? I was like, what good is it not going to do? <laughs> Somebody's going to Why do you keep answering my question with another question? <laughs> He's like, what is this? just like <laughs> therapy session? And, and which I give I give him a lot of respect because he has been he's been one of the few people that I could actually have a genuine conversation with, and he gives me real usable information that can help me move forward as a as a wannabe comic. So I, I try to cut him some slack. Also, this is what's funny, and this is true with no matter what kind of art scene you're in, comedy is art, music's art, it's all art. It all come from the creative side of the brain. So we're a, we're and I've been going to Laughing Skull for a while, so I feel kind of like a bit of a veteran now. And this chick comes in, and we're all shooting the shit. Me and a guy named Greg uh, Liptak, who may come out to the party, we've crossed paths a couple times, but we never had time to just sit down and shoot the shit. Turns out he's like two months older than I am, and we're like, cool, man. You know, we kind of start bonding over the whole Gen Dude, X. My ARP card. And so this we all should be getting him in the mail pretty soon. <laughs> so this chick starts handing out cards. That she's a comedian. What, like business cards? Yes. Do they have jokes on them? No. Yeah, the, <laughs> joke, the joke was the card. So then, a couple of minutes later... I will make you laugh for a dollar. I go over... You're making me laugh for free now, I go, over to talk, <laughs> I go over to talk to Joe because they put the list out and they put my regular name, not Darut. And and I was going to tell him, hey, man, you know you know what to say. Don't say Randall. Say Darut. And, but this chick just busts in and she's like are you the host and he goes yeah and she goes i need to talk to you and he goes i don't i need to see a manager <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> she, he, he goes i don't have time for this shit and uh she's like well i just want to know you know is there anything i'm not supposed to say or is there anything i'm not supposed to do i was gonna sing a song but what can i do he goes i would say the n-word as much as possible <laughs> And, and my buddy, we love that in Atlanta. Oh yeah. So in my buddy, was she white? In my yes. <laughs> and she was a she was a ginger too. So she, my buddy Yoshi, that I know from Marietta, he's standing there, and Yoshi's black, and, and I'm and we're just rolling because Joe, we know Joe, and she's like, I don't say that or the c word, and Joe's like, what c word? What are you? What fucking c word are you talking about? I have no idea what. What do you mean? And I was like, oh, God, this is, he's so much like Say me. it, say it, say it. And she's like, you know, I don't say the C word. And he's like, what C word? What? I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, God. And he goes, what? I can't fucking hear you. There's a lot of shit going. People are talking. What are you fucking saying? She goes, cunt. And he goes, oh, cunt. Yeah, you can say cunt as much as you want to say. Cunt's fine. That's cunt's, It's okay. You can say cunt. And she's like, I don't say that. And he goes, what, cunt? <laughs> I can't hear you. And then he, and then he's like, "We'll just stick with the N word." <laughs> and I was just fucking rolling. And then I had to go back to him later on. I was like, "Look, man, I know you're having a rough night. People are getting on your nerves and shit." And I'm sure he's probably stressed out. His kids, he's like three weeks from having a kid, his first kid, so he's got a lot of shit going on. And I was like, "I'm not trying to be a pain in the ass. If you don't want to do it, I don't give a fuck. But use the root, not Randall." And he's like, no, it's all good, man. And I mean, and again, we have conversation. I sent him a message later that night. I was like, I hope your night got better. And he's like, thanks. I appreciate it. But he went out on stage, and I could visibly see, 
like his demeanor was completely different on stage. I don't know what he had going on in his head, but he was just he was not having a any and then there were some people backstage talking and he stopped. He's like, Can you hear the comics back here talking? And of course we have a TV and we're all watching and I'm just standing there I'm like, Oh god, Oh, that's what that picture was that you posted. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's backstage. So that's the camera that shoots the crowd and it's infrared. Or not infrared, but uh like Maybe it is night vision or some low light yeah, or something yeah, or another. Yeah, it's and then so we can see what's going on with the crowd, and then there's another one that we see what they record on another monitor there, so we can see the show. And he's like, "You hear the? You hear him?" And he walked back with the mic and like held it up to the curtain. And then of course they got quiet. And he goes, "Oh yeah, they're not going to say anything now that I'm putting them on the spot." So he was having a bad night. I I think he's got some kid stuff going on. He's just stressed out, tired, and shit. But yeah, it, so it was hilarious to see this chick handing out this these cards about being a comedian. Like, bitch, I don't know. I don't even know what I would classify. Like, even if I was getting paychecks for doing a doing comedy, I don't know what my personal requirements would be before I started promoting myself as a comedian. Comic, probably. Like, if I get a paycheck, I probably say I'm a comic. Because at that point, as soon as you get a check, like, okay, that's cool. Comedian? Bitch, bitch, you better be fucking funny. Like, non-goddamn stop fucking. I don't care if I called you at 3 a.m. to help deal with a dead hooker. Yeah, I'm talking about your <laughs> bullshit. You need to make me laugh while bitch, we're dealing with we, that hooker. You, we just did laugh. We, that is funny. I should have a business card. Help me with my 3 a.m. dead hooker. Call this number. And <laughs> That's a different type of service. We should get, we should. As cheap as Vista print is, we should get cards printed. It's got all three of our dead names hooker on it. service. Dead hooker disposal. It's got uh, chalk outlines on the. Dead over. hooker disposal. Call call us. You, you sh- can you can even call us at 3 a.m. You, you know what? You know what? You should get, get some done and tell a joke like that. And then when you see a guy in the crowd in the front and said, you like a new one. Here's a call. Just give me a call. And <laughs> hand it to a guy in the just in, in the guy be like, I know what I should say they'll go. Just yeah, you know, whenever you need it, just call. Yeah. And you just seem like in the audience going, What what the fuck? He just gave well, me especially a- if he like if he puts it in his chest pocket or shirt pocket, and you're like, Oh, you know he's using it now. But it, yeah. I think it would be funny if you actually got that done and then incorporated it. Because you tell the joke, I mean, talking about I mean Yeah, but I've used that joke yeah, a few yeah. times. But you just look at some in the crowd and go, You like you could I'm use- trying to figure out what I'm putting together for my full set for afternoon delight. And that's what I was telling Beth when we were riding to dinner. I was like, I know what I know I've got like my pool to pull from. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to use. And it may be the – I may use that in the afternoon delight God, show. God, can you imagine some guy would just pour sap being like, he actually gave me a dead hooker. Just <laughs> no, just the card. conversation. I knew you was looking. Anybody else knew one? Just the conversation. <laughs> the conversation the guy at work. So I went to this comedy show, and this dude was on stage. Bigfoot Jesus. That's what they call him. He gave me this he, card. He gave me a card, and his name – he goes by Darut. I'm not sure what's going on with this guy, but he did look like Bigfoot Jesus. And – he gave me a card for a dead hooker disposal, <laughs> and on the card it said, okay to call at 3 a.m. It's really... Is it 24-hour service? And I don't, I'm not sure if I'm more bothered that he gave me the card or that I kept it. Like, I'm not sure which part's more dude, upsetting. Dude, it's, it's worth spending the money on you. Oh, yeah. Back. Yeah. Oh, I have the one. Have you seen my parking cards that I had made? No, mm-hmm. I've, I've seen... So- no, oh, so it's a picture of a penis, and it says, you park like your mother gives blowjobs <laughs> terribly. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I ordered a 500 of those from Vista Print. <laughs> They're on top of my refrigerator. <laughs> They're in every car I drive. <laughs> Just because, fuck them, that's one. <laughs> but it's, yeah, so I mean, I'm feeling good about where I am and how the comedy stuff's progressing and so and having a lot of fun. And I do, and I know you, you know, and we both picture the movie thing as a, as a big deal. It's but, just it, so, but it isn't. You know yeah, what I mean? It's just, it is and isn't. It's got to fall into place at a certain time. It's got to be timely. That's yeah. all it's got to be. And at the moment, it is not time for something like that. Um, but I, I feel like it's on the horizon, and it's not far off. I I just, with the group of people that I'm meeting and going through stuff and all that, because some of those guys are actors and shit like that, and <clears throat> we talk about different shit. And I... Again, back to the thing, man. I just my goals. I just want to have fun next year, and I've had a lot of fun this year. I mean, I still got some adult bullshit oh, yeah. that weighs on me every now and then. And I, I mean, I had a bad Monday a few weeks ago that I was, you know, kind of put a little post on Facebook about you know the weight of life sometimes is immeasurable and and all consuming. And it's that's because you moved a fat dead hugger. It's it takes a little bit extra. Yeah, well, I didn't have a come along. I was ill prepared. They no, gave me no, wrong. but the guy who killed her had to come. Well, sorry. <laughs> oh. The uh, I so, I feel good about this year. I mean, aside from bad job. I mean, like I I didn't have any intention of starting this year us doing this, but I'm I'm glad we did. It's been fun. Oh What's yeah. Funny is how many people. So it's almost cliche that comics do podcasts. Oh, yeah. But what's funny is is how many, and I don't want to promote it around the comedy scene because it is cliche. Well, and we, but, I haven't been promoting it the past month, and people are still listening, which I think is fascinating. Big ups to, neither of big ups to Netherlands. <laughs> well, this is the only way they could fall asleep. <laughs> exactly. Like... I hear him say Bigfoot and Jesus a lot, and it's, I, it's like I, there's just trying to something, Google that shit. They there's something comforting about they that. They deal with a lot of dead hookers. <laughs> but but the thing it's misconceptions is, of America is I don't promote it, and then when people find out, they're like, "Why have you got a podcast?" I was like, "Well, I don't know that I like. I don't have one. Like you make it sound like I have it in a pocket. Like I don't have. We do it a is podcast. in your pocket." We do a podcast, yes. And they were like, why haven't you invited me? I'm like. Because Andrew won. <laughs> yeah, because Andrew, we had a quick conversation. Andrew goes, sounds cool. Motherfucker, yeah. that's pretty much the requirement at this point. We're yeah. no, we're nobody. I mean, so, and that's Speak why I was trying to. your goddamn self. <laughs> hey, we're just I was riding on Andrew's <laughs> coattails. I was speaking for myself. I'm not <laughs> sure what. I said we. I mean, I included you because I know you're in denial. Well, he's one. I am not in Egypt right now. He's one thirteenth of your location. Huh? One tenth? What? One one eleventh of your podcast on the Great Space Coaster? With Gary Gnu. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, one, twelve. Oh yeah, you don't know the Great Space Coaster and Gary Gnu with no Gnu's. I know Space Coast, Coast to Coast. How about the the? The bees. What were their names? Oh, the bug and lose. The bug and lose. The bu- yes. oh, Wonder bug. Anyway, call. let's get off. That but anyway, shit, that shit sucked. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, like I said, I feel good about this year. Like I said, there's there a few things I didn't get done that I wanted to get done. Get, well, know. we were all hoping you would get laid, but you know, there's always next year. 
the dead hookers are for. <laughs> Oh no! Better man. get his business this card. I'm telling you. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start doing dead hooker ASMR. And if the hookers are dead, and this is what's funny is, is <laughs> I, said, I said the hookers are dead. <laughs> if you want to know how how bad the dating scene has got, look how popular sex robots have become. Oh, they're like all that. over Facebook. <laughs> there, are, there's brothels stocked by. I mean the 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 people that you're fucking are robots. Huh? The brothel. Have you not seen this? Yeah, no. just, just don't get the uh, the Terminator version. No, that would be bad. I've seen that movie. Or the RoboCop to... version. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah, you get the self-aware one. You're like, get back in the kitchen. She's like, nope. Nope. <laughs> Whatsoever. Yeah. Pulls your penis off. Um, not in a good way. Sorry. that I left that open a little bit. Not not tug on it. Well, we've like, been, we've been on our year. How do you feel about your year, Brian? I feel pretty good. I mean, I didn't. Again, I didn't cares? have any goals. Man, but he's fucking thirty. Who cares? Yeah, I'm young. Everything's good. He'll probably with me. be the first one of us to die. But the, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, why would you? You'll be dead. Yeah, um, exactly. And then somebody will call some number at three a.m. Hopefully, <laughs> or four a.m. It's You're, whatever. Wait, you don't have to on. do it right away. Hold on. You're a hooker. Sometimes. After bed, he'll be a dead one at three. Yeah. <laughs> Solid. Cool. Yeah. It's been a chill year. I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I was happier this year than I have been in past years because I did more than just work. That's all I care yeah, about. You, you had no psycho ex girlfriend. This you year. got to see me every couple of weeks. I mean, yeah. that's, that's, that's I'm a recovering workaholic. I go to meetings and stuff. <laughs> that's called work. Uh, God damn it! <laughs> I knew the meetings were weird. You know what's weird is I, I feel like I've come full circle in my 20s and early 30s. I used to work a lot. Yeah, and then in my mid to late thirties and early forties, I was like, "Eh, fuck it." Now I'm kind of back to that. Let's work. Like we're doing this shit. I'm doing comedy stuff. I work with the work Being business. Productive and stuff. I like purpose driven. Yeah. Um. And and I and I hate to say it's got anything to do with my age, but I just feel like I've just driven more than I am. And well, I think it is. I think you're like we were saying, yeah. just. I feel better about life. It's I'm very having more fun when you accomplish things and you start doing stuff, even if it's work or not work. It's when you finish something, it's well, it's fulfilling and fun. And it's hard to say it's all work because you have your job. It's like I have my job, but I do all this other stuff that I have to put work and time into. But it's because I want to. You and feel you better still... about the time that you spend, and that time is better invested. But I... so that feels good. And I think as I'm getting older, I spend more time doing more things. And fi- I think it is you find a way to manage all the things you want. <laughs> like say, like me doing the music. Well, I know that I can go in there and write music fairly fast, so I can yeah. keep doing it. You know, we're doing the video stuff. We got it down to a science. It's like okay, well, we can do this. I know I can a lot time for everything. Like here, the podcast, we got it down to a science. Well. I think we got it down to I mean, the, the production or, side yeah. of it, you know. Yeah, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. No, we about. have no idea what we're doing, but <laughs> as far as hitting record, I know where the record button is. We know, almost know when to stop. And he works the <laughs> he works the sound levels much like a DJ, so it's it's pretty, because we'll, we'll fade in and out. But I think that's the one thing, as they're younger, you're like, you, you have to spend so much time learning how to do something that you're, you don't have enough time to do something else. Where now it's like, well, I know how to do this, and I know how to do this, and do this. So all I'm doing now, instead of learning it, I'm just doing it. Just doing it. I do yeah. this. Cool. I'm just do this. Even on my day job, it's like, I keep doing it because it's easy. I know how to do it. I don't want, you know, it's just what I know how to do. Who was it? I ran into some, oh, uh, Aaron Odom is a comic, and he does CAD work. 
that's what he works with an engineering firm and does CAD work. And I was like, how do you like it? And he goes, I love it. I'm like, yeah, you're young. Yeah. <laughs> I never you're loved young. it. I just knew I could do it. Yeah. You know, well, it? like taking it in the ass. You never loved that, but you knew you could do it. So, I mean, hey, and it paid the bills. Hey, so. man, it helps me from being constipated. Well, what, you know. Look, Brian got real curious when you said that. Like, wait, what? If you don't have to take the pills anymore, I guess it's worth a try. Like, you know they make apple juice, right? <laughs> just just fiber, not cock in the ass. Fiber. That's is different. Who's got a plunger? <laughs> anyway. Wow. Oh, man. Plunging your ass. That's uh, <laughs> things that you didn't do. I didn't. I'm not going to say Corey didn't do. I didn't do in 2018. Was I haven't tried my, it yet. Have my ass This year is not, by the time you hear this, the year will be over, but there's still not, there's still time. I'm pretty sure in the last, what's today? The 20th? Yeah. 21st. Something. Yeah. One of the, it starts with the two. It, in the last 10 or 11 days of the year, I'm not going to have, have not my plunged. Ass. If, 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 if the 28th, I, he goes, I lied. I'm going to try it. I've, I've, if, if I've, if it's I've, got a hashtag and everything. I'm pretty sure if I've made it 355 days, 365 is just right around the corner, man. That's because you're scared. <laughs> Ain't nothing to be scared about. <laughs> Don't bow up on me and plunge, man. <laughs> uh, that's oh, a, that's well, I don't know. Anyway, it was, it's been a fun year, and I uh, thank you guys for uh, putting up with our shit so far. All six. They of don't you. have a choice. All oh. six of you, faith. I want to. I want to shout out to John and uh. And Val. <laughs> wait, let's see. Hold on. Let's see. I know Matt Tamburino listens because he's one of my stand-up buddies. Yeah. I know Val Bonachev. And six of his proxy computers that he's also he, he listens. With. Uh, I want Nigel and his six buddies in Germany. Well, Val's <laughs> one of my buddies from autocross, and he he listens because he sends me message. We talk still, and I hadn't seen him in a while. Yeah, I think Brett still um, listens. But so I mean, there's <laughs> more torture. I know there's people I know personally that listen, yeah. and then there's well, there's, fuck you put a gun to their head. Of course they listen. <laughs> nah, they're just, you put a plunger to them. They're just waiting. <laughs> they're just waiting for the episode that for some reason I kill y'all, and I still air the episode just because I'm stupid. Well, yeah, yeah. Look, like y'all are like <laughs> it'll be the episode that gets the most hits. So it, whatever, yeah. we'll be famous. Yeah, yeah, y'all will be like, well, you know, yeah, there are well, worse. You know, we did get on the worse, news. Worse ways to go out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a BuzzFeed article and everything. <laughs> I think my life was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> BuzzFeed. And I was on Daily Mail, so you know, I I was important. I bet it. I bet even the Onion would do it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I hope so. Podcaster kills co-hosts and still publishes episode, and, and and that wasn't even his job. He killed the guy that normally airs that shit. It took him six and, months to figure it out, but he finally aired it. <laughs> he, by the time he got it aired, the statue of limitations had run out. <laughs> Unfortunately, his fan base getting dwindle. <laughs> exactly. All six people were still faithful ten years later. <laughs> They were like, where'd it go? Oh, there they are. Oh, new episode. Dead. They were waiting for part two. <laughs> we'll be, be doing the peanut butter and salt so- podcast, or peanut butter and syrup podcast. Did you say peanut the- butter and socks? No, I almost said sod. <laughs> peanut butter and sod. Peanut who, butter who, and who, sod. Who, I'm like, huh. <laughs> Sounds shitty. Is that is that a dude that commits sodomy, or are you talking about grass? I'm not sure where this is going. Smoke yeah. them if you got them. Well, can you do a podcast from prison? I'm sure you can. They have computers and internet, and they have cable uh, TV. Um, they have limited. Internet. What's his name? Um, 
Mamiya that was imprisoned, wrongly imprisoned. He used to do a radio show from um, on w, on uh, WREK. Was the tran- transmitter in his ass? I mean, I no, was- I think he got permissions to actually go do the radio show. <laughs> hey, well, you're wrongfully in prison, but we're going to just let you do a radio like, show about yeah. it. He was like a political <laughs> commentator. Kinda. Oh, even better. That seems like they would be like, mm, maybe it's just easier letting go. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to be sitting in on that meeting. So you remember uh, Will? Will? I can't remember who you were talking about that actually did this, but we're just going to use the name yeah. Will. You remember him? He's you got a radio remember Will? show he, now. He, uh, uh, we all know he's innocent, and he's in for life, but uh, just as a you know consultation, we're just going to – or not consultation, consolation prize. Yeah. We're going to uh, allow him to run a radio show from his prison cell and talk about politics. And, 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 and can you hear the. It's Mamiya Abu Jamal, who's a political activist and journalist who's convicted of murder and sentenced to death in 1982 for the 1981 murder of a Philadelphia police officer. So he's been in jail ever since then. But he was. Damn, wrong since like, 1982? Holy yep. shit. So, he's so 36 years he's been in prison. On death row. For allegedly shooting a police. And 36 yeah. years, man. I, oh, I would have just fucking hung myself at that point. Yeah. But anyway. like, ha-ha! Beach to it. <laughs> I took that, that away was, from you. That the was, one thing you were holding over my head. That was the edu- that's a, and that's what kind of prick I am too, man. That's exactly <laughs> that it. was the educational moment of our um, of our segment. Hey, See, thank God that's over though, because that was painful. Well, okay, things. so here's one. This is and this is. I mean, and I addressed it when I was joking about being elected president is one of the first things that I would do. And by the way, I am running for president for 2020. So y'all keep your ears out for that shit. That's why there's a fill-in or write-in. And uh, he's a community organizer. Now is that Darut with two U's or one U or? It is Darut with two U's and it is pronounced root R U U T. But anyway, he's, he's actually just running for president of the homeowners so how, association. How shitty, <laughs> how shitty would it? Yeah, no on. new fences in our community. I'm already the president of our homeowners association. I am the whole associ- I'm the whole neighborhood. Um, how shitty is it that if we legalize weed? There are dudes in jail for having a joint. Yeah, and have been in jail for ever because of the drug, the the war on drugs. Yeah, how fucking stupid is that? Where was it? They're the um, they're they're um, going back. Was it Canada that they're since they legalized it? Commuting sentences. Yeah, they should back to nineteen seventy six. I think they I should. I haven't read that. Oh, God dang, we're supposed to be funny. What's all this education shit? So making it hurts. <laughs> Make, no, but I'm making saying, of course making hurts. It's too far away from here. Yeah, <laughs> making may hurt, but bacon don't hurt. Bacon always good. Bacon's your friend. That's oh. the that's some of them good fats. All right, anybody else? Got unlike any? unlike Corey, he's bad fats. <laughs> Y'all got anything else to contribute about not 2018? About to say 1918. 1918. <laughs> 1918 is a good year. It's before the Depression. The year Corey was born. 1918. My, my grandmother was four in 1918, just by the way. Oh. She's dead now, unfortunately. She's one of the few people I actually gave a shit about. So we can recycle a pun at least. Where do you see yourself wah, in two wah. years? Where do I see myself in two years? Uh-huh. God. It doesn't matter. The only appropriate answer is I don't have 2020 vision. <laughs> 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 on that, 
<laughs> Brian made it funny. I think we should end on that note. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, Brian could just not talk for the rest of the year because that's the funniest <laughs> shit he's ever going to say. We'll just let him reset for next year and hope he can <laughs> tie it at best. Well, I think we'll wrap that up. Uh, you guys can make sure uh check out the Facebook page, uh, PBN Syrup, and uh, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. You just follow the hashtag PBNS Syrup and uh, PBN1S. Europe. Yeah. Yes. PB and syrup. PB, the letter N, syrup. No, but if you put peanut butter and syrup in Google, you'll get us and IHOP. So you can use your international house of burgers. So it's okay. Yeah, that never came to fruition. It's a bummer. It was all a joke like the glitter bomb Amazon dude was a joke. Oh, that shit's fucking awesome. I love that guy. All right. I wouldn't put doo doo in it myself, but whatever. And you can find the uh, with your t-shirts for assholes and um, shirts for assholes. Our corporate on, sponsor on Facebook because Facebook will not allow us to promote it. Um, and I haven't been promoting it because I've been doing all kinds of other shit. Although we do have some inventory and we have sold some shirts and we have some assholes. <laughs> and they've been born. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so and then uh, you can follow me. Um, actually. By when this comes out, um, I'll be it'll be about a week before. Um, this will come out the Monday before I do the Saturday show at Laughing Skull, January 12th. So, this is probably going to come out the Monday before that, right? The, the yeah, first Monday yeah. or Tuesday of so, yeah. January, yeah. Yeah, well, so you can go ahead and plug your uh BBC yeah. event, yeah. So, January 12th, I'll be at Laughing Skull for Afternoon Delight, which is uh Madison Ursig's show. And then we're also doing Backyard Barbecue Comedy the same night, which was not meant to be scheduled the same day. It just happens. It worked, but it should be a fucking awesome day between the two shows. I'm really excited. I think the the comedy shit here is going to be a fucking blast, man. We're just going to get everybody drunk and got some barbecue. Oh, I guarantee you there's going to be some pot here. Somebody's bringing some damn pot. That's just the way that crowd rolls. All right, then. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't drug test myself, so there's uh, I've got that going for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, wake up the next morning, like, oh, shit, I got stoned. We'll show it with some plans. That's it. Going. I'm going to drug test you, boy. You can't drug test me. I'm the same person as you are. I can, too. <laughs> don't just, you talk back. <laughs> don't you Don't you run your mouth. You know when you beat off left-handed, it's me. <laughs> All righty, then. I guess we'll see you guys later. <laughs> Yeah, I hope you had a great 2018. Bye-bye.